Woo-wee! Goddamn. Feels good to be back. The pod God is back in the building, man. Listen. It's a wrap. Thursday night football came to a wrap. We got the uh, NBA Finals, Game 5 tomorrow. So that series is over, obviously. Have I, have I lost hope? I mean, like, it's different now, you know? We're already undermanned. Hold, let me take off this. I always wear my Nike jacket. This loud fucking jacket. Um, We're already undermanned, you know? Uh, and now it's down to 3-1 against LeBron and AD. It's over. I, I think we can push it to 6, to be honest with you. But it's over. That, that game's over. That series is over. I don't think it's going to be over in 5. That's my hope. That's all I can. That's all I can beg for here. And it is what it is, dude. This guy Hess is for real texting me, gifts and shit. I'm gonna kill somebody. Anyways, <laughs> these cowboy fans, man, they are bold. They are bold, guys. So today, I'm gonna talk a little bit about the NBA. Talk about what I just saw at the Bucks. Not a good game for us. We should have won that game by at least two to three possessions. So we're going to talk about that. And I'm bringing in a new segment to the show. I'm an angry motherfucker. I'm a salty, emotional man. We got a new segment on the show, folks. It's called Sans Salty Segment. That's what we're going to call it. Triple S. We hissing in the grass. Sans salty segment, dog. That's what we're bringing in today. Bring it in, mill the pod. Talk about it. Um, you know, being a Bucks fan has been hard already. Just to get into it now, for five, six years now, it's been rough. Okay, you know why? I had to watch Jameis Winston play fucking football for that long. I saw Jameis Winston play football for that long for real. You don't you know how depressing that is to watch a man have that much arm talent and he's blind. He is for real Stevie Wonder and he threw 30 touchdowns. And you're like, yo, 30's good. Yeah. Until you realize his interception to touchdown ratio was one to one. Because he threw 30 fucking interceptions as well. Now you know, people would be blessed to have these weapons, okay? Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, O.J. Howard, Cam Brait. Cameron Brait is a weapon, by the way. He's a red zone weapon. I mean, he's not something special just in, uh, overall, but he is a weapon in his own right. When you get down to weapons, you have to look at specialists in the NFL as well because they do exist. Specialists in the NFL exist as well. Tariq Cohen is a specialist, all right? Tony Pollard is a specialist for my Cowboys fans out there. There's a lot of specialists in the NFL. Cordero Patterson showed why he's a specialist tonight. This dude took a fucking kick three inches out of the end zone and ran it to the 32-yard line. He made three people. Like, that's not human. That is a specialist. That's what they do. Uh, yeah, Rojo is really good. He's starting to show his potential. But just watching that. It's been awful. You have to realize, guys, these are the teams I root for, all right? Let, let's set the groundwork. If you follow me on Twitter, you already know. You already know. Listen, I, I root for the fucking Arkansas Razorbacks. <laughs> do do y'all know, like, it's more disappointing than the Texas fans. The Texas fans sit here 
with fucking five-star recruits every year. We're going nine and three. We're going 10 and two. We're winning the big 12. No, you're not. You are what you are. Here at Arkansas, we we get we get two, three, four, five tops, five-star recruits. The rest are like 75% three stars, 25% fours. And they're all from Arkansas, the high-rated guys. And I sit here and I wake up on a Saturday when we play Georgia, number four in the country, and I go, we're going to whoop their ass. And I truly believe it. Do you know how depressing you have? You know how depressed you have to be to come off a two and 10 season and how much false optimism, fake bullshit you have to believe to think your team who went two and 10 and hasn't had an SEC win in three years could wake up on a Saturday and beat Georgia with a new coach, new quarterback, new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator, new whole fucking staff during coronavirus. You know how dumb you have to be? I'm just sitting here thinking about it. Like, I'm really stupid. But guess what? I woke up that Saturday versus Mississippi State. KJ Costello, the biggest fraud in fucking NCAA football. Biggest fraud motherfucker we have in the NCAA and the SEC. Torched where I live at, Baton Rouge. There's people walking across the street. Go Baton Rouge. They have fake little cowbells. They're saying we're beating them by 40. We're beating them by 40. You got beat by fucking 20. You sorry sons of bitches. You shitty Tigers. The Arkansas Razorbacks now the same record as fucking LSU Tigers. That's what we do. We fight. And we have the most diehard fans, by the way, ever, right? And then I root for the Miami Heat. I have a coach who had a roster three years ago that went 11-30. and 30. During the All-Star break. You know what he did? You wouldn't believe it. They went 30-11 and 11 the next 41 games. Look it up. You come, Rags. Look it up. Missed the playoffs by two games. Had multiple injuries. Multiple injuries. Multiple. Just like this finals. Multiple injuries. That's what I deal with on a daily basis. And then I root for the Buccaneers. I root for some of the worst friends. Other than the Heat. The Heat are championship. Put them on a pedestal. I root for some of the worst teams you could literally ever root for. Like, I'm attracted to red and black. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. What the fuck is wrong with me, man? I'm addicted to these colors. Red everything, black everything. I wear black every time I go out. Fucking neutral-ass colors. I'm boring. God. I really root for the Buccaneers, man. And we got Tom Brady. Tom Brady did not look bad tonight, by the way. He looked very good. The the one problem with Tom Brady, which has been a fact for a decade, he sees ghosts after he gets it. Eight to ten pressures. He sees ghosts. And he saw him tonight. I thought a couple times he could have hung in the pocket. Now, do I want that? I want that in the moment. That's correct. I want it in the moment. Do I want it whole season? Hell no. Get rid of that ball or go down. Honestly, it, during the whole season, I want him in the NFL season. Games are crucial, but they're not. And now we have people forget, dude, we have an extra playoff spot, guys. People forget that we got a, we got a couple extra playoff spots this year. You know what I mean? So every game is important in the NFL every fucking week because you can lose to literally an 0-12 team week 13. You really can, man. You can lose to the worst team in the NFL on any given week. And if you think the Bears looked even 
I'm not kidding. We look like the better football team for all four quarters. We actually did look like the better football team. We looked way less disciplined than they did. I'll tell you that. A lot of penalties. They didn't have any penalties second half, I don't believe. Maybe one or two. But we were just letting them scoot up the field, man. A couple bullshit calls, but I can't blame it on that. Now, the Salty Sands segment, there may be a different tone. Okay. I've already recorded that, by the way. I want y'all to know, I've, I've repeated this over and over. I can't come on here and fake emotion. I can't. I can't fake anger, fake humor. Okay? I'm a genuine guy. I am. So I recorded that literally uh, like 14, 15 minutes ago. So seven minutes. I took a little breather. Seven minutes before I started recording the pod. Wait. 20, 25 minutes ago. Can I read time? No. Can I do math? Eh. But yeah, I, I don't. I think I went off. I don't even remember. Anyways, these franchises, man, that that was just a bad game by us. We should have whooped their ass. And and by the way, right when I start tweeting, I I had to stop tweeting about my teams. Because you know what? It's like, like I said, I don't believe in superstition afterwards. Does that make sense? Like, when I'm getting ready for the Heat game. I wear my black hoodie under my jersey with my NBA socks and some some shorts. That's my that's my fucking uniform like I'm going to play. I have a uniform for a game. We all show up. You have to look neat for game day, right? I wear my sweats all day like I'm in high school again. It's game day to let everybody know I'm on the team. I wear my, my heat jersey to let everybody know I'm on the fucking team. And I'm a fan. I do. Is that childish? Maybe. Am I 25 walking around? Three days a week with a fu- the same fucking pink, bright pink, and uh, baby blue jersey on. Yes. Now that I think about it, do I think I am a child? Yes. But do I care? No, sir. No, sir. Because you know what? That could lead to a 3-1 comeback. All right? Maybe me. Maybe me. And then afterwards, I'm like, this shit doesn't matter at all. <laughs> this shit. Doesn't matter whatsoever. But I keep tweeting about my teams. I'm like, yo, I put I, this dude tweeted, Vita Bay has been the best nose tackle in the league by far this season. Put eyes. Three eye emojis. Go look up my Twitter right now. Put three eye emojis on it. He gets injured four, like a, the drive later, four, four plays in totality later because we got three and out. He stops a run on David Montgomery on the last drive of the game. I retweeted it, and he fucking got hurt. I said, baby, Rebus, <laughs> Carlton Davis, and baby Ray. Tampa Bay's in good hands. Then <laughs> Carlton Davis, after his pick, proceeds to get fucking torched. This dude got fucking torched. Bro, sorry, there's a lot of glass on here. Fucking torched, man. He got torched for the rest of the game. Allen Robinson's mossing him here. Jimmy Graham, not on Carlton Davis. Fucking one-handed catch back in the end zone on Jamel Dean. Why do we have our smallest corner on Jimmy Graham? I don't know. I think maybe his 4.30 40 speed comes into play. And you're like, are you being serious? Fuck no, I'm not. Put a safety on him. What the fuck has Jimmy Graham done the last 13 years? I haven't seen him be relevant since he wore some... White and gold uni. 
Motherfucker. I'm already getting, I'm literally sweating. I'm so mad. Is it because there's a lot of light and I don't have LED lights for the uh, the environment? People say that helps the environment. How the fuck is using less, uh, less electricity helping the environment? I don't know. Save the turtles. Why the fuck is it the turtles specifically? You know? Like, tell people to recycle. Why the fuck does that have to be turtles? What do turtles do for me? Honestly. If turtles were extinct, would my life change? Would they? Would it? Would they change it? Ooh. Barring. I don't know. I don't fucking know. You know, these are some of the random thoughts I have. I'm just very disappointed in this Bucks team right now. We're, we've been talking about this defense. I've been talking about this defense the whole offseason last year, showing, uh, you know, promise and shit like that. Let's be real. I'm going to be a real fan right now. It has not looked as good as I thought it would, man. It hasn't. It has not. It has not. It hasn't looked good. May I say it all? We're giving up 31 to a rookie QB. We're giving up. The Saints game is different. I'll say that. We gave up a couple easy touchdowns to a third-string QB in fucking Denver. And then tonight, we locked up. But at the same time, we got to get a clutch stop. That's what makes a great defense. I don't give a fuck if you got a short field. And also, by the way, I will call out Bruce Arians' uh, risk-it-no-biscuit bullshit. Fourth and one, second quarter, uh, 10-0 inside the opponent's 10, and he fucking kicks a field goal. Any other coach gets blasted for that play call. You fucking run a QB sneak. You run a fucking fade out to Mike Evans. I don't care if we don't get it. What the fuck are the Bears going to do inside their own 10? They're going to run a fucking... They were throwing behind the line of scrimmage the whole night. What are they going to do in the first half before any adjustments are made, period? That's where I'm getting at. Why, you be a, in the first half. I know the... the the What is it called? The uh, unknown rules or the whatever they're called. Known rules. Whatever the fuck they're called. You know what I'm saying? You, like, I don't know. You know you know what I'm saying? The The... the Underground rules of football, you take your points in the first half. Fuck that shit, mostly this season. Fuck that. Fourth and one, we got Mike Evans, Gronkowski, Tom Brady, and Rojo. Run that bitch up their ass. Rojo runs for 100 yards. We're sitting back here air raiding. I understand we got TB and you want to make him happy, bro. Fuck him if we got to win. Hand that ball off, bro. We could have handed that ball off, by the way. Y'all forget we gave the ball back because we passed three straight times. Three straight times, 2.30 left after we got a stop. Uh, or was it? No, that was before they got the ball back. We punted. With three minutes left, we fucking throw three straight times and give them the ball back in less than 30 seconds. What are we doing? Run it. We've been running up their ass all night. Rojo has shown amazing Amazing improvement. Built the muscle up. 15, 20 pounds of muscle. Been, he was running through fucking Roquan Smith like he was a bum. Spinning him in the backfield. I mean, this guy was amazing tonight, and you won't feed this man. I think that's some bullshit. Just because you're obsessed with passing the ball. That's the only flaw of Bruce, Bruce Ari, uh, Arians is arrogance. I said that about another coach. That is Bruce 
Arian's biggest flaw. He has arrogance in his pass rate. So, but as I'm going on a rant about my own team, it's killing me. I'm getting pissed off. I'm just going to get into the uh, the the Sands Salty segment coming up, man. You know what? I'm going to put a corny transition inside here for the, the Sands Salty segment. Excuse me. And I got to take a piss, so we might as well get into it, man. Y'all enjoy the new segment. It may, I don't know, I don't plan this pod. It may come on Sunday again, probably will because of fantasy, and I'll get to that after the break. Or it may come next Thursday. All right, y'all enjoy. New segment, Sans Salty segment. Pod God, man, let them know what's popping. New segment, sand salty segment. Here it is. 1041 right after the game. Listen. Listen to this shit. Listen to this shit. One, this is my salty segment. I'm going to talk about my Bucks, my beloved Bucks with Tom Brady, who forgot it fucking down for once in his career. These morons in this group chat, these fucking morons. I mean, they know nothing about football. They know nothing. They know <laughs> nothing about football. I said, all right, Tom, 120 drill for the fucking GOAT for a field goal. Let's go. They said, hello, it's fourth down, big dick Nicholas. And they, you have to realize, guys, these guys are NFC East fans. <laughs> the NFC East is talking shit to me. Y'all understand? Yo, we could lose another game next week. Bro. Y'all get that the whole division of the NFC East combined has three wins this Thursday. Three wins. They have three wins. The Bucs have three wins. Hilarious. They're talking shit to me. They're talking shit about Tom, who's better than any QB they could have ever put on the field combined. Carson Wentz, keep throwing your fucking interceptions. Dude gets praised for throwing for 200 yards. I don't give a fuck who you're throwing to. You fucking bum trash bitch. No fucking Nick Bosa. Nobody out there playing defense. Isn't Richard Sherman still hurt? I mean, this guy is throwing. I don't give a fuck if it's fifth string. They had their fifth string. This dude throws for 200 yards. Uh, Carson Wentz is back in his prime. No, he's not. He's still one of the, uh, the bum QBs in the league right now. These fucking comeback king. This dude for real lost his mind. I got a, a text from Chris. Your your quarterback for real has amnesia, dementia. He said dementia. Are we really taking shots at old people now? We've gone that far. <laughs> We've gone that far. We've gone that far where we're taking it to a point where we're offending people. Listen, if one of my grandparents had dementia, I'd be offended. I don't, but maybe you do. Maybe your grandparents forgot what they ate for breakfast. You know, and it's twelve a.m. or twelve p.m. At least Dak makes it to the red zone. Has irrelevant. Like, that's an irrelevant statement. Never four and out. Okay. He didn't know the difference between fucking brown and white. He should have thrown seven picks, but he didn't. This fucking moron. Look up Colts versus Bears. Tom can learn how to win in Soldier Field. I'll tell you, that game was fucking paint drying. My ears bleeding my eyes bleeding i rather been helen keller for fucking two 
fucking decades than watch that game again. I would rather not be able to see, hear, or talk. I would rather be a useless human. A useless human. You understand me? A useless fucking human than that shit. Look it up. This dude said Bill isn't in Tom's ear. Pull to J.R. Smith. Huh. Did I miss something? You really think? Okay. That game was fucking horseshit. One, I am not a refs guy. I'm not, dude. I'm really not. Roughing the passer call on Shaq Barrett with two, think, 239 left in the fourth quarter. Bullshit. Hit him on his shoulder. Didn't even hit him in the head. Hit him on his shoulder. Before the half, I believe, they scored a touchdown. Jimmy Graham. There is a they called a neutral zone infraction on Shaq Barrett, but the right guard move. That led to a touchdown that would have been third and 12 instead of third and seven. No, third and wait, am I dumb? Third and 17 instead of third and seven. 10, 10, 10 yard difference. 10 yard difference. Did our O-line get cooked? Yes, we had a lot of penalties. <sighs> God damn, I need this segment every day. I need this segment every day on my podcast. All right, sand salty segment. That's a wrap. Uh, fuck everyone, these NFC East fans talking shit. Y'all are morons. Y'all don't know anything. Y'all couldn't beat the Falcons, okay? Except for the Cowboys with America. Right. Y'all don't know shit about a good division. Fuck off. <laughs> Second half of the podcast, man. All right. So the producer situation is pissing me off now. Okay. I've begged and begged for an intro song from 12 producers. They say, I got you. I even hit them with, like, if they wanted to expose me, they could expose me. Like, bro, you've been hitting my line a 100,000 times. You're damn right I have. You're damn right. Because I want my audience to get what they want. <laughs> to get what they want. Landon gave me the idea, and I forgot all about it. And what I'm about to do is go back and insert my old podcast beat. That's what I'm about to do, man. Uh, That, man, Chris, get the fuck out. I'm looking at Twitter. I can't look at Twitter anymore while I do podcasts. I get off track. You know... I fucking hate these. Man, my friends are pieces of shit, honestly. I don't even know why I hang out with them. I'm like six hours away and they can get in my head. Another announcement for the podcast was going to wait. Listen, man. This podcast has to hold integrity, right? So every Thursday, starting next Thursday, we are going to have a new segment. I got two new segments now, guys. We're going to have a new segment called Sans's Shine and Shame. That's what it's going to be called. Hunter, how do you come up with these clever names? How, how do you do it? I don't know. <laughs> when you realize I'm kind of a smart guy and I'm just not a fucking idiot, even though I sound like an idiot sometimes on this podcast, you realize I, I got a nice little uh, gift for Gab here. Sans's Shine and Shame segment. All right. This is where I'm going to talk about my like worst takes of the week or early year takes. I will go back and listen to my own podcast. I don't give a fuck. Uh, to give myself some credit or to be like, 
this dude is an idiot for real. And we're going to go over that, right? So that's what I'm going to insert next Thursday. And we're going to start probably with the NBA Finals takes, which is a good transition getting into it. But after this, I'll probably just go week by week. Um, What I want to start doing, it's hard for me to release a podcast early on Sunday because people are watching football, all that shit. But what I want to do is on Saturday, I'll probably take my picks. I'll make picks, you know, uh, predict what's going to happen in the game, da-da-da. I'm not going to predict the score. NFL scores are impossible. I'm not, I'll talk about the spread and shit, but honestly, I just, I don't know. You know, on Saturday, I'll, I'll make my picks, um, t- have some takes, you know. I'll try to be bold with them. But, yeah, man, new segments coming into the show, trying to develop the pod, bro. I'm trying to develop this where, you know, hey, let's be real. I'm not doing this for no fucking reason, man. And by the way, I'm going to say it for the fifth straight podcast. I know it doesn't seem real, right? Social media interactions, as in uh, retweets and likes, do not correlate to views. And I don't know how this works, but we're talking my last podcast got 10 retweets. And you're like, well, it ain't shit. Well, you're one of the people listening to it, motherfucker. Why don't you retweet it? Then it got so-and-so views. This most recent podcast is the most viewed podcast I've had and has two retweets. How the fuck do people not want me on your timeline just because it says shooting the shit? What do you want me to do? Do you not want any cursing on your fucking timeline? Are we all fucking adults? Are you going to get fired for retweeting a dude that has stars on shooting the shit? Are you? If not, listen, I'm taking off the watch. Let's get serious, guys. I know who's listening. I know who's not. You know who's not listening? People that aren't hearing this right now. Thanks, Captain Obvious. I don't give a fuck. Retweet the goddamn podcast. Social media is used to promote media for the social, for society. Okay? Just retweet it. Quote it. Do what Landon did. He literally quoted it with a picture. You say, yo, y'all want to listen? Here. Just, bro, show me some love. Am I begging? Hell yes. Hell yes, I'm begging. Because I'm good at this shit. Period. Anyways. NBA Finals. God damn. That salty segment was over. Hey, shit. Let them know. Talk your shit, bro. Talk your fucking shit, man. Come on. Anyways, Jimmy Butler shouldn't have talked his shit. Oh, by the way, this guy... People aren't talking about Jimmy Butler's performance enough. All right. He's going against the best player in the world. And who can be argued, if we're being real, like, let's be real, as the third best player in the world. Honestly. KD ain't healthy. Steph ain't healthy. We're taking those guys out of consideration. Steph's top five, without a doubt. KD is top two, without a doubt to me. He's better than Kawhi. It's just a fact. Let me let me give you player A and player B, right? Player A is shooting 55% from the floor. I'm not going to give you the free throw percentage because we know it's going to give it away for one of two players. He has 27.5 points a game, 7.8 rebounds, 10 assists, 
and two steals. 55% shooting. Player B is shooting 54% from the field. Has 27.8 points, 11 rebounds, 8.5 assists, and 0.8 steals. Dum, 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 All right. Player A is Jimmy Butler. Higher field goal percentage. Higher assist. Only down LeBron by fucking .3 points and three rebounds, man. And th- this guy, like, isn't getting enough love. Yes, man. I... And the thing is, I'm fake shitting on LeBron. I love LeBron, man. He is my second. Yo, actually, bro, he may be my third. I think he is my third. Dude, I love Jimmy Butler. Y'all don't understand how much I love him. He is just heat culture encapsulated in one, bro. And I don't know if y'all knew this. We have 95 assists for the whole series. The whole series. Jimmy Butler has 40 of them. We have 22 steals the whole series. Jimmy has eight of them. We have 12 blocks the whole series. Jimmy has 12 of them, guys. We have 150 rebounds. Jimmy has 30 of them. Like, we have 21 offensive rebounds. Jimmy has seven. We're talking about this guy is carrying a team that is undermanned already. We're, we're talking about some next-level shit. This is LeBron shit, bro. Don't get it twisted. Do I think he's better than LeBron? Fuck no. Do I think he's on the same level? Hell no. Hell no, I don't. All right? But God damn. This dude is playing his fucking ass off. <laughs> and the reason I didn't bring up field, field goal, uh, free throw percentage, excuse me, is LeBron is shooting 72 and uh, Jimmy's shooting 90, which is nuts. He's shooting 34 for 38 in the finals. Um, and we know LeBron, bro, if you want to pick at LeBron, you can only pick one part of his game, man, and that's the free throw line. And that's okay. I, I agree. That's his only flaw. And that's the biggest, to me, it's the corniest but best argument for MJ versus him. LeBron has a flaw in his game. It's a free throw line. But I also think... LeBron is much better than much better than uh MJ in some some uh parts in his game. Now here we are, right? Three to one. Do I think the series is over? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I do. Unless something catastrophic happens, which I would never hope on a team. I really don't. I really don't hope on uh, or wish for injuries ever. I never have, never will. The thing, the funny thing is in this series, it seems like LA has been so dominant, you know, (laughs) they, uh, they've only outscored us the whole series on average by four, four and a half points game, which is crazy, you know? And it's like, if you go on a per game basis, not each game individually, just all added up, you know? And that doesn't tell the tale of the tape. I think it shows after game game one and two are fight as a team. And the thing is, is like people are try, are, are kind of shitting on LeBron for who he's playing. And it's kind of pissing me off because I'm like, yo, give us credit where credit is due. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a fan of this team. You can't just be like dismissing the heat like that. Do I agree? Dude, like I said, 
this is his first quote-unquote easy series. Like, this guy's for real. Like, even me, I said it. It is his worst finals. But that's a testament to his greatness, man. This guy's averaging 28, 11, and 9. <laughs> and if you think Braun ain't about to go out there in game five and pass his fucking ass off to get that triple-double, you do not know that man. You don't know him. You don't know him at all. Uh, That's what's funny. The thing is, is like, I think maybe me, I look at it differently because I'm a fan of the Heat and that I don't see LeBron's impact like I usually do on the finals, if that makes sense. It's like when you're watching a guy who you love, right, you watch him, but you're watching him as an opposing fan. It's like Luka. Like when I watched Luka, I was, by the way, let me flex, hey, 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 let me flex, hey, let me flex, hey, let me flex on him, shit. When I was uh, mid-court, I don't know, by, by 15 rows up, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Had about $50 in the bank left when I bought it. <laughs> when I watched the Dallas Mavericks in the heat, very close up, blackout drunk, you know, I don't brag about these things. It was an experience of a lifetime that I didn't really experience at the end of the day, right? You know, I sat there and I I fucking rooted against Luka. You can't root against Luka, man. You can't. And it sucked for me because he rolled. He was half the – dude, y'all don't understand. Half the Mavericks fans left the arena. It was the game where Luka rolled his ankle bad. Rolled his ankle towards the stands limp to the fucking uh to the locker room. That was and then we were up by 40. They came all the way back. Tim Hardaway and Seth Curry started shooting lights out. Lights out, man. Just started shooting lights out. But it's just one of those things. It's like when you see a guy on the opposing end, you kind of look at him different. I'm calling LeBron a crybaby. The thing is is that I always look back and go, well, he has been a crybaby. You know, every great player is a crybaby, though, in my opinion. Um, oh, also, this whole thing where they think the MVP, the finals MVP race is done, whoever thinks that, bro, you're wrong. You are wrong. AD is shooting 61%, shooting 55% from the three-point line, and shooting 100% from the free-throw line, averaging only two points less than LeBron. Is LeBron's stat line going to look better? Hell yeah. AD has been a much more impactful player in this series. He has. He has. Do I think the Lakers make it close if LeBron fouls out or has foul trouble uh, game three? No, I don't. But AD said, I'm going to glue uh, Jimmy. And the thing was, by the way, I've said this all year. This may go in the shine category. Jimmy Butler does this shit on purpose. Like I said, bro, I literally said this shit. Jimmy drops 40, goes to the uh, the fucking press conference. Well, yeah, it's all about everybody else. I just want to win. It's not about scoring. And then this motherfucker scores 17 points and almost has a triple-double, and we win by 20. And he's like, I told you guys. Like, no, bro. You don't get it. You have to score 30 to for us to have a chance. If he scored 30 the other night, we win that game, man. That's what was pissing me off. He, bro, game three, he goes out every time he sees can take any. Uh, I'm just gonna name him. No, I'm not. Fuck it. 
anybody, anybody but LeBron and AD. He tunnel visioned. He goes, Russell Westbrook, I'm scoring. And then next, this next game, he's like, Bam's on the floor. We have another play creator. We got to get everybody involved. Like, no, man. Have that one-man down mentality every fucking game. We are not in the situation where you can just fucking play grab ass on the offensive end. You got to fucking guard LeBron, which, by the way, people aren't going to give him credit. He guarded LeBron ridiculously this whole series. You can, like, LeBron's numbers are great, shooting 54%. But we're talking LeBron last game, the dude hit fucking two 30-footers. Two 30-footers and had to hit 10 free throws to get to 28 points. He had to. He forced him to shoot five threes, you know? And you're not going to beat the Lakers when Contavious scores over 10. I know you're like, ha, ha, I'm dead ass. He's a bum. And he's – and people, like, people on my TL are hyping up Kyle Kuzma. I – 10 points a game, man. He's 10 points a game. And, like, last game, LeBron was minus 2. AD was plus 17. And y'all are talking about, like, LeBron MVP. I may die hard. Le- Bro, y'all know I love LeBron. I love him. I love LeBron. What are we talking about? In their bad games, yes, LeBron's doing better. Their whole team was fucking minus 30 game three. You know what I mean? Minus 30, the whole the whole team was. But at the same time, like, y'all are handing him a fucking trophy, and it don't make no sense. It does to me, it doesn't make any sense. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe, 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 maybe I'm the crazy one, right? Maybe I'm the crazy one. Maybe I'm the crazy one, you know? I don't know. Every game they've won, Anthony Davis has a higher plus minus. I'll just say that and let it go. I'll say that and let it go. I'll say that and let it go. Every game they've won, Anthony Davis is at a higher plus minus. I'll tell you that. And the thing was, it's it's finally time for LeBron to have a teammate where he can sit his ass on the bench and not – bro. Y'all remember those days, LeBron fans? I'm here with you, man. I love him to death. I want him to win finals MVP. If anything, fuck. I mean, if we're going to lose, might as well give it to LeBron to help his legacy, right? Holy shit. Did I kill my headphones? Oh, no, I didn't. Okay. Um, but we got to be realistic at some point. The more impactful player has been Anthony Davis in the series. Has LeBron set his teammates up better? Yes. And has AD's flaws in his game been shown? Absolutely. Blitz him on the double team. He does not know what to do with it. And that was my argument between him and Embiid. I thought that Anthony Davis was a better passer out of the double teams. They're the same. And when the thing, the difference, actually, they're the same player, for real. They're the same player, not in the way that they play. It's more of they have the same weaknesses. When they get uncomfortable, they have no adjustment. It's as if you can make them uncomfortable and it's like, uh, uh, the difference is AD's mentality is different than Joel's. I feel like AD just gets in a soft mode where he's like, oh, they're getting me off my spots. I'll just make my teammates just go ahead. Here you go, Danny Green. Like, bro, no. They are not good enough. 
Joel's the same way, but Joel just goes like mind blank. Like he, it really feels like sometimes I'm so I'm a big Joel fan. I'm a big Joel Embiid fan. I'm a big Ben Simmons fan. I watch SEC everything, college basketball, uh, football, all that. I'm a diehard SEC fan. I love Ben Simmons because he played at LSU. I just love those guys. And watching Embiid, it's like he doesn't know that he's in a fucking competitive basketball game sometimes. It's as if he's like, oh, well, you know, I'm playing good D. and Oh, shit, we're down by 15. Oh, well, down by 15. I'm like, bro, what the fuck is up with this guy sometimes, you know? What is up with this guy? But the NBA Finals are over. I don't see us coming back from 3-1. I'm not going to be the, oh, if any team can, we can. No, the team that came back, it took a three-point shooting team, which the Lakers are not. Uh, this is I'm talking about the 2016-17 finals. It took a three-point shooting team to get cold, took a uh, all-time great point guard to become cold and turn the ball over multiple times. Uh, and it took the greatest player, in my opinion, to ever walk on earth to play basketball, to play on that team with one of the bet. Honestly, guys, I know it's a Max Kellerman type take. Kyrie Irving is one of the most skilled basketball players I've ever seen in my life. And that's what it took. And y'all forget that game five, bro. Holy fucking. I got to look at the exact percentages. 2016 fine. God damn. Y'all don't get it. They went for 40 pieces a pop. 40 pieces a pop, bro. And I'm gonna get into this uh the uh the shit that Kate the shit that Kyrie said about LeBron. I'm about to start talking about it. Cause that shit really did piss me off. Like I'm dead ass. Like it was like this dude for real had the audacity to say about LeBron. Um yeah, LeBron shot 30 times, hit 16 shots, hit four threes, went 41 points, 16 rebounds, seven assists, three steals, three blocks. Kyrie shot 17 for 24, five of seven from three. 41, six, and three. Two steals and a block. I mean, these guys... Completely spaz, bro. Kevin Love with a contribution in 33 minutes of two points. <laughs> Yo, that guy. By the way, diehard Heat fan here. Chris Bosch is so much better than him. It's not even worth talking about, by the way. But to get into this last point about the Kyrie thing, where he's talking about I trust somebody with the last shot. If you haven't seen the stats, all right, Nick Wright is posting them 100 times. I'm just going to go off what they said. Kyrie Irving in the playoffs. Last two minutes to win or tie. Two for seven. Two for seven. LeBron's like 20 for 36 or some shit. I don't know why he's talking about him. He really didn't like LeBron little brothering him. But, hey, you know, it is what it is. I got the Lakers winning in six now. Uh, I said Heat in seven. You know, you got to go with your team for the championship. Because the thing is, if you pick against your team, you're a coward, in my opinion. Like, for instance, Chris is a diehard Philly fan. If he picks against his squad in the Super Bowl versus Tom Brady, even with his backup quarterback, he is a coward. You can say the odds are all against us, 
but I think we're going to win. But you can't say another team's going to beat you in the championship. You're a cowardly fan. And I'm telling you right now, I truly believe with Spo. Call me crazy. Call me dumb. Yes, we looked better with Bam out of the lineup with three-point shooting because we extended it. And I don't know why Myers is not getting minutes. Dear God, put Myers in the game. Um, and you're like, bro, Myers Leonard is trash. Okay. Well, I don't give a fuck if you think he's trash. He's a good matchup against Dwight Howard, and he brings him outside of the basket, outside of the paint. And Bam, the thing is with Bam, our movement on offense is incredible, bro. We got Duncan Robinson hitting layups and shit. You know what I mean? Um, and Duncan Robinson with Bam in the game, everybody's calling him a no-show. With Bam in the game, he, <laughs> he played very well in game fucking four. So that's what Bam opens up. Nobody looks at Kelly and Myers as a passing threat. Everybody, we're, Bam's getting double teamed off drib, a DHO is what they call, dribble handoffs, because he's a great passer. You have to show him a look or he's going to pick your shit apart. But listen, it's over. I'm cool with it. I know you're like, no, you're not. I'm actually cool with it, man. Like, I've accepted it. Bro, I'm just here to watch Jimmy Buckets get y'all's respect as a top 10 player in the league. Because he is. He is, by the way. He's a top 10 player in the league. Can't name 10 better. Because if Paul George is on your top 10 list, you haven't watched basketball the last two months. Because that motherfucker is playoff piss. He's pissed his pants. Pissy pants Paul. Okay? The pod guy is out. I love you guys. Keep listening. New segments coming, man. Y'all know what it is. But listen, man. Retweet, like, and follow. I love you guys. By the way, my tw- I have not announced my Twitter on here. My Twitter at degenerate capital H L S D E G E N E R A T E capital H. HLS. God damn, I actually spelled that. I had to look it up the first time I made it. But hey, Pod God is out, dog. Go Bucks. Go Heat. Go motherfucking Hogs. And I might have y'all a game five uh, reaction. Might. Might be in too much pain. All right, guys. I love y'all. Y'all have a wonderful day, night, afternoon, evening, whatever. The Pod God's fucking out, dog.